Hey everyone and uh, welcome uh, to another live video uh, and I'm saying live because we are streaming on the Storm is Coming Facebook page. So I want to thank everyone uh, who is watching from um, Facebook from the Storm is Coming. Thanks for coming on to the live show. Uh, this show will, is being recorded and will be put on YouTube. Um, all right. So some important things I want to talk about. Uh, so today's show is going to be about the ongoing strikes that are happening around America. Now, um, this could be the start of, uh, of what's to come. Uh, recently, there was a, a bailout. <clears throat> they called it the, the bailout to fight the coronavirus. There was approximately $2 trillion spent. I would say probably 75% of it, maybe even more, was given to bail out the corporations. And of course, the Americans um, got a pathetic $1,200 one-time check, which will be going against their taxes. Okay, so I, before I start with the news articles, I just want to say that America is still reeling from the last financial collapse in 2008. Uh, a lot of people lost their houses. The jobs have, uh, haven't come back. And in fact, they're losing more and more full-time employment. Uh, I would say in another five years or so, unless Americans stand up like, like they're doing now, uh, you're not going to see very many full-time positions. And the reason why is because, you know, the system of capitalism and some, someone brought up a good point. Well, actually I wouldn't say it's a good point. It's kind of stupid, but I, you know, I guess you're playing the, not, not necessarily the semantics of it, but one gentleman brought up a point and said, well, we can't blame it on capitalism. And I say, okay, if you want to use that logic, not a problem. Who I do blame it on is the is the politicians who allow this bad behavior to continue and the capitalist. So there you go. So the system of capitalism, in my opinion, and, and in many others, is the reason why we're at this point in history. Yeah, uh, you could say that the coronavirus played a huge part in it, but um, capitalism did cause the financial collapse of 2008. Poverty is, uh, is on the rise. And capitalism will continue um, to destroy humanity and, and the environment. All right, <clears throat> let's start with the news articles. This is out of Global News. This is a news station here in Ontario, headquartered in Toronto, I believe. Anyways, uh, the headline reads, Amazon workers in United States, Germany go on strike on Prime, uh, on Prime Day. So Prime Day is um, a big, a huge event. I think it's might be even bigger than Black Friday or Cyber Monday, sorry, and maybe even Black Friday. Um, and so the workers really came together and strategized um, which day, and they picked the, the the probably the most important day of the year to do it. So kudos to the workers. Okay, as Amazon kicks off. 48 hours of Prime Day sales on Monday. Amazon workers on both sides of the Atlantic. Um, on both sides of the Atlantic, 
are uh, uh, striking over wages and working conditions. Prime Day is one of Amazon's biggest days of the year when members of Amazon Prime get exclusive deals. That's why Amazon workers in both the U.S. and Germany organized strikes for Monday with workers at Minnesota Warehouse rallying Monday afternoon. According to a Facebook event, Amazon workers in Minnesota assembled for a strike in late afternoon outside their warehouse. The afternoon walkout was part of their efforts to persuade Amazon to provide safe and reliable jobs, show respect for workers, and the right to organize for better working conditions, open up opportunities for advancement for predominantly East African workforce, and take concrete action to address pressing issues like climate change. So these are pretty reasonable uh, demands, okay? And again, you know, when you work for any uh, corporations, the, the, the warehouses and the manufacturers rely on the workers. They are a very important cog in the machine, very important. Without them, you have no machine. It's quite simple. All right, let me read on. So in quotations, we are the people doing the job. Amazon worker Safio Mohammed told Global News, the 24-year-old has worked at the Shapoki, Minnesota site for two and a half years. She says around 200 people from both the day and night shifts went on strike Monday for hours. And, and continues to, uh, to basically describe what their demands are, which I've already uh, provided up top. So I'm going to skip down to the bottom of the article. And this is Amazon responding now. And this is quite hilarious. All right. Amazon responded to organizers' allegations last week, telling the Associated Press that they were baseless, of course. The fact is Amazon uh, offers already what this outside organization is asking for, really. Spokesperson uh, Brenda Alfred said in a statement, we provide great employment opportunities with excellent pay, ranging from $16.25 to $20.80 an hour and comprehensive benefits, including healthcare, up to 20 weeks, parental leave, paid education, promotional opportunities, and more. So, I mean, look, these guys will say anything uh, just to make Amazon look look good, you know. And I guarantee you this uh, Brenda Alfred is probably making six figures for bullshitting, okay? I mean, that's what they're paid to do. And this is what capitalism and capitalists do. They encourage this type of behavior. Now, $16 to $20 an hour, uh, you know what? Still not good enough. In today's society, in today's society with uh, expenditures sky high, rent, uh, some things have come down, food is, is on the rise. I mean, there's, I mean, People with this that make this type of money can't even afford a house. They have to rent. Okay? And 20 weeks of parental leave. So, in some of the demands, they were asking for uh, safety because they say that working at Amazon is very stressful. Um, they want high returns at this type of pay. And on top of that, I think they've been... Uh, they've been deemed an essential, essential service. So with that, they're working during a pandemic and no strike, or sorry, no danger pay offered whatsoever. So 
Now, let me, uh, you know, the, you know, uh, again, there's a lot of rumors and uh, a lot of stories about Amazon and their and their um, safety standards, which they really have none. And this is from the Teamsters, okay? And the title is Amazon Warehouse Ambulances Wait Outside on Hot Days. Because they, uh, see, again, capitalism is about one thing, one thing only, making money, putting money before anything else, okay? M morality, humanity, you name it, uh, in environmental. These things don't matter in a capitalist system. What does matter is how much money did you make? It's a disease. It really is. It's really sickening, okay? So... I'll begin the article or I don't think actually it's not really an article, but anyways, I'll, I'll read this, what it says here. Uh, workers said they were forced to endure brutal heat inside the sprawling warehouse and were pushed to work at pace. Many could not sustain employees were frequently reprimanded regarding their productivity and threatened with termination. Workers said, the consequences of not meeting work expectations were regularly on display as employees lost their jobs and got escorted out of the warehouse. Such sites encouraged some workers to conceal pain and push through injury, lest they get fired as well, workers said. Here's some of the, the testimonies. Here's some of the witness statements. Uh, the first one is, uh, during the summer heat waves, Amazon arranged to have paramedics parked and ambulances outside ready to treat any workers who dehydrated or suffered other forms of heat stress. Those who couldn't quick, uh, quickly cool off and return to work were sent home or taken out in stretchers and wheelchairs and transported to area hospitals. And new applicants were ready to begin work at any time. Uh, an emergency room doctor in June called federal regulators to report an unsafe environment after he treated several Amazon warehouse workers for heat-related problems the doctor's report was echoed by warehouse workers who also complained to regular, uh, regulators, including a security guard who reported seeing pregnant employees suffering in the heat. Next quote. In a better economy, not as many people would line up for jobs that pay 11 or 12 bucks an hour moving inventory through a hot warehouse. But with job openings scarce, Amazon and Integrity Staffing Solutions the temporary employment firm that is hiring workers for Amazon have found eager applicants in the swollen ranks of the unemployed. So again, hot days. And they have to, en have to endure the hot temperatures inside the warehouse because there's no air movement. There's no, uh, there's no AC. I mean, and again, the reason why they don't have these things is because it costs money. Again, putting putting profits first and humanity last. This is not the way an economy is supposed to run. Okay. Now <clears throat> here's another thing about the economy because now we, uh, we're, we're starting to see an increase in automation. Well, guess, you know, uh, guess who's, uh, expendable. That's right. You and I. So now the lineups are longer. The, the hiring lineups and uh, now, now they can actually threaten you for not being productive in these sweltering conditions and, and fire you. So, I mean, the pay to begin with is, is terrible. And now you have to work your ass off, keep up with the pace, 
so that you can have a job and try to put food on the table. I know it's really despicable. <clears throat> okay, so we're going to move on to another company that's striking. And again, these are the this could be the the start of many more to come, I hope, because uh, people in America have to start smartening up. As far as I'm concerned, that uh, coronavirus bailout was was for me or should have been for me the last straw. <clears throat> All right, so this is from Axios. And this is from Instacart workers set to strike during heart of coronavirus crises. Okay. Some Instacart workers plan to go on strike today, arguing that the grocery deliveries, Unicorn's recent increase in pay and safety equipment are insufficient. Why it matters? Instacart has become a lifeline for many Americans, either unable or unwilling to leave their homes, particularly during the coronavirus pandemic. What's happening? It's unclear how many drivers plan to strike today as the organizers intentionally doesn't keep lists because contractors don't have legal protections from employer retaliation and past gig economy strikes have been more successful on noise than numbers. Strike also comes at a time when uh, Instacart's workforce is surging to meet increased orders, including efforts to provide softer landings to recently furloughed or laid off employees from industries like travel and hospitality. Uh, ex uh, expect some uh, company-specific announcements on that soon. It's also worth uh, noting that the two sides seem to negotiate via blog posts rather than directly, which has led to some miscommunication. Strike organizers last week asked for three things. Free safety products, hand sanitizer and wipes for all workers, hazard pay of $5 per order plus defaulting the tip amount to 10%, expanding sick pay to those with pre-existing conditions that could put them at a higher risk for contracting COVID-19 and to extend the deadline for benefits beyond April 8th. Now, Instacart has responded that it has signed a deal with a third-party manufacturer in Louisiana to produce and distribute its own hand sanitizer to workers in the field. It already had created sanitizer stations inside the stores and arranged for workers to enter and exit via back or side entrances. Established bonus payments based on the number of hours worked between March 15th and April 15th. Extended for another month, uh, it's 14 days of sick pay for all workers either diagnosed with COVID-19 or, or directed by a doctor or health official to stay home, i.e. someone showing symptoms. The guarantee now runs through May 8th. So we'll see how that one plays out. Um, and again, see, you have to see the workers have to endure a lot, especially in this time. They have to not only battle with, a, you know, with a bad economy, a poor economy, which uh, basically is on the, the brink of uh, depression, worse than the 30s. But they also have to, to, to battle with the, you know, with the, with, um, with the working conditions and so many. Basically, in this system, in this capitalist system, you have to beg. And you have to fight. I mean, you know, it's good to fight, but I mean, for things that should be a no-brainer, it's a lot of wasted effort. And again, these are the, the tricks that the capitalists or the, the yes, they're, sorry, the capitalists play all the time, okay? They want you to beg so that you fight, you put a lot of effort into it and you get tired of it. But anyways, here's another uh, company. 
which by the way is owned by Amazon, Whole Foods. This is from The Hill. Whole Foods workers planning strike on Tuesday. Now, Whole Foods was independent at one time, then it was bought out by uh, Jeff Bezos, multi-billionaire. Uh, Whole Foods workers are set to strike on Tuesday to protest what they say is a lack of employee protections amid the spread of the coronavirus. Workers at the national grocery chain will call out sick to demand guaranteed sick leave to employees who self-isolate reinstatement of health care coverage for part-time workers, double hazard pay, a commitment to ensuring workplaces stay clean, and the closure of any store where a worker tests positive. The strike had originally been scheduled on May 1st. As this situation has uh, progressed, our fundamental needs as workers have become more urgent. Now this is, sorry, this is a response to the strike on workers. I'll read this again. As the situation has progressed, our fundamental needs as workers have become more urgent. <laughs> How convenient. Uh, Whole Worker, a labor movement within the grocery chain, wrote in a statement, COVID-19 uh, possesses a very real threat to the safety of our workforce and our customers. We cannot wait for politicians, institutions, or our own management to step in to protect us. Bravo. Bravo. And this is so true. Again, our, our, look, our, our channel is Advocates for Direct Democracy, and we can feel this gentleman's pain here with the politicians. They don't care. And on a side note, I do want to mention that that bill uh, that they passed was 96 to 0, I believe. Okay? So those so-called progressive politicians like Ilhan Omar were actually the Amazon, the striking workers... She's a, she's a congresswoman for that, that state. Uh, she's a progressive or so-called progressive. Ocasio-Cortez, another so-called progressive. And of course, everybody's savior, uh, every liberal savior, Bernie Sanders, who again, once again, just like in 2016, sold out his, voter, uh, his voters, his, uh, uh, not his voters, but his constituents. So, um, not only is, are, are there labor strikes, this is out of the AP, there are rent strikes. And this is fantastic. So this is the crazy thing. Uh, again, I'll mention the, the, the $2 trillion. Uh, the majority of it goes to corporations. And, uh, and the workers get uh, basically table scraps in a form of uh, a one-time payment of $1,200. Now, uh, a lot of these people, non-essential workers, I'm assuming, cannot work and have no income, so the, they cannot make any rental payments. Now, the, most of these rent are these owners or landlords. Uh, they're, they're vultures. Uh, honestly, they're just vultures, and I understand that they have to make payments, but they, they, can't, they cannot demand money from their renters if they have no income. Okay, so what's happening now, and I'll read it here for you. So St. Louis, with millions of people suddenly out of work and, and rent due at the first of the month, some tenants are vowing to go on rent strike until the coronavirus pandemic subsides. New York, Boston, Los Angeles, San Francisco, and St. Louis are among many cities that have temporarily banned evictions, but advocates for the strike are demanding the rent payments be waived 
not delayed for those in need during the crisis. The wrench strike idea has taken roots in parts of North America and as far away as London. Uh, white sheets. Now, this is great. This is great. White sheets are being hung in apartment windows to show solidarity with the movement that is gaining steam on Twitter, Instagram, and other social media sites. Flyers urging people to participate are being posted in several cities, including bus stops in St. Louis, where 27-year-old Kyle uh, Coffron still has his job at an ice cream factory, but his three roommates have suddenly found themselves unemployed. The property manager so far hasn't agreed to, uh, to a payment plan, uh, Coffron said. So, just like in France where they, they started their, the Yellow Vest uh, revolution, it, all it took was one guy, okay, who did a, a live video, I believe, on Facebook, and, and he basically told everybody to grab a yellow vest because, you see, the French government uh, made it law that everybody has to have a vest, a safety vest in their car in case their car breaks down. So this way, uh, they're transparent at night. It's a safety thing. And uh, it's, it's, it's great because now they, they parlay that into a revolution. And you know what? This uh, white sheets... This, this should be something that everybody supports, not just people who are renting. Homeowners. I, I, I mean, ho people that actually own their home, they should be doing this in solidarity. Okay? So we're starting to see some resistance. Okay? Now, um, what I would like to see is something that is a lot stronger than what happened in the Occupy movement. Um, I want to see French-like protest. That's what I want to see in America. Because as far as I'm concerned, America really has to lead the way. Okay? Uh, everyone looks up to the Americans. Everyone looks up to the Americans for leadership. Now, can you imagine if the country of America goes out in the streets and not asks for permission but basically tells the politicians that, look, you guys are all fired. Politicians are obsolete. And we are here today to tell you that, to let you know that we're putting you on notice. Now, look, it's not going to be an easy thing. And again, if the police side with the citizens, then it's pretty much game over. Now, I know um, there has been a surge in gun sales. And in the past, I've been an advocate against guns because I live here in Canada. But you know what? In these crazy times, it's really not a bad idea because you don't know what's coming down the road. And there are a lot of things coming down the road that I don't even want to mention because they sound something out of a movie. So I'll leave that for another video. So guys, um, listen, that was... Uh, I hope you enjoy this video. Please go to our site, our channel, Advocates for Direct Democracy. Please subscribe, hit the bell for notifications, and please share our videos. And uh, I want to thank Storm is Coming. Um, I want to thank you guys for jumping on and watching. And until next time, guys, please stay united. And remember, humanity first, anti-austerity, and direct democracy. See you later, guys.